and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dwelling Podcast. My name is Brendan Dean. Thanks so much for tuning in today. It is NFL Draft Combine Week. We're going to touch on the NFL Combine. Big week on the NFL calendar. We're going to touch on a little tag your it. Some franchise tag news coming down. The running backs getting affected. The two players, LeJarrius Seed and T. Higgins, have already been tagged. A little Russell Wilson news. A little news here and there. Some stuff to talk about. Mr. Eric Warnsey, my friend, is cooking beside me. Warnsey, how we doing? Good, good. Yeah, we're slowly getting some news going. It's been... Uh, it's trickling. It's coming it's, down. It's been a slow week, but we're getting there. We're getting there. But uh, what nuts has the weather been this week? Like it, it went from like 10 degrees to negative 10 degrees yesterday in like a half hour span. Freezing yesterday. One of the... Windy. It was wild. Like I, I'd never seen that where just the weather changed so quick. Snap, snap your finger and it was went from positive to negative. Hoping for some warm weather coming up. Golf season is freshly upon us, and NFL draft combine season is also freshly it's also upon a us. Leap day today. It is February 29th. February 29th. Interesting. Definitely the first time in podcast history we've recorded yes. on February 29th. I'd have to double check that, but you're probably right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Go through the books. Yeah, yeah find that out. Uh, I wanted to start with this, Warnsy. Did you see that Chiefs Aholic got arrested? I did. Finally, he's 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 uh he's charged. He's guilty. He's going to jail. Eleven banks later. <laughs> did you see? I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the the lawyer give a speech after yesterday? Yeah. Like I, I can't believe that was like real. It hundred percent real. The guy was spitting out football terminology. The yeah. government is blitzing us, yeah. and he never fell down in the pocket. Uh, just absolute nonsense there. He literally hired Saul Goodman from it's from Breaking Bad. Absolute clown show. Eleven bank robberies later, Chief Saholic is under arrest and in under uh, behind bars. So that that was the biggest news, yeah. basically. He's of looking the day. at like fifty years. Yeah, I, I Did you ever see the movie Inside Man? With Denzel Washington. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ever since I watched Inside Man as a kid, I felt like I could pull off a bank robbery. Yeah, probably. I, th I probably. think I could do it. There's zero percent chance. Absolutely zero percent chance I could do it. But uh, all right, Warren Z, let's talk about some news. Let's. Do you want to start with the draft combine here? Sure. I let's mean, do it. I mean, my my. You're a big draft my... combine fan, aren't you? It's your favorite week of the year. My feelings on the combine are pretty well known. I don't really pay attention to it if I'm being completely honest. I prefer to look at the tape rather than the the 40 yard dash times. But I was listening to a podcast today. Our buddy Dane Brugler, who we've had on before, friend of the gonna, show. You gonna look into trying to get him this year? Yeah, Dane will definitely be on this year. That'd be huge. Yeah, I think he's been four best, years in a row now. We'll make it five this year. Best in the business. And uh, but he his point was listen. The draft, the combine is always going to happen, and something that people don't realize is there's about 500 MRIs that take place in like a six day span. Like, that's what the combine is mm -hmm. always going to be there for. So yes, as like a casual, as like a viewer of the combine, like I don't care if a guy jumps how high he jumps <laughs> or like if he jumped a little higher than we expect. Well, you're not a big fan of a vertical. No, like I, I. I guess there's some minor things that can matter, but I don't know. Like, there's countless, countless wide receivers that have been overdrafted just because their 40 was a little bit faster. But we have four years of tape of watching these guys playing football, but we're going to judge them on how fast they run a straight line. Mm -hmm. I also think the you can tell the teams that care about the combine more and the teams that don't. And generally, the teams that don't are the teams that do a lot better. So... 
That's my theory on the combine, but it's this week. They'll be. Uh, it's also better just for all the teams to be in the same mm-hmm. location. Cause we got we we got some quotes out of Ryan Poles at the combine, basically saying he's going to try to do Justin yeah. right. Every single general manager and head coach spoke over the last two days. Right. So that's I guess what the combine's for. Just mm-hmm. it gets the it gets the the I know the new league year is what March 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 thirteenth is when March it actually 13th, starts. Yeah, but it. It's right now. Like mm-hmm. it's things are festering right now. The combine discussion or discourse has almost gone like too far in the negative, if that makes sense in recent years, in my opinion. Like too many people are shitting on it. I'm right. not, like, like I think yeah. I think there's there's hundred percent still a place for it. Like I, I like you said, the MRIs, all the coaches, all the media members meeting in, in one area. Indianapolis apparently does a very good job of it. I've never been there, but apparently it, it's just like a nice event. It. Yeah, it might be and moved as well. Are, a lot of people aren't happy about that. Are not happy yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you just get everyone speaking, and the interviews are huge. Like for instance, like JJ McCarthy, right, with Michigan this year, he's a polarizing prospect. He's going to be probably a top 10 pick. There's opinions on that, which we will share definitely not this time, but another time where if you're, if you're a scout watching JJ McCarthy, or if you're a team watching JJ McCarthy and you're looking at the tape and you're going, okay, can, what was he looking at on this read? Was he reading the safety? Was he reading the linebacker? What were, what were his responsibilities? You're not gonna be able to get that unless you speak to him in an interview at the combine, right? So these interviews are valuable. Um, and I think in just certain positions, it really matters. Like, I think defensive back and wide receiver. You said wide receivers definitely will get overdrafted, but I do think those two positions, you can show your athleticism more than any other um, any other position, basically. And defensive end yeah. as well. well I I guess basically also, every position. But it's also just frustrating that, and I don't blame them for this. I'm not blaming for this. But a lot of the players don't really care. Like, none of the big quarterbacks are even throwing the ball. Yeah. Like. That's where we're going. We're getting in this trend now where the top quarterbacks are probably not going to participate here uh, going forward. Like Drake May, so Marvin Harrison Jr. is, I think he's participating. Actually, no, Neighbors and Marvin Harrison Jr. Sorry, are not participating. Yeah, and then a lot of the other wide receivers are, and then the top quarterbacks, Drake May, Caleb Williams, and Jaden Daniels are all not throwing. That's what I mean. Like, those are the guys I would actually probably care about the most, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? Like, those are the guys, or at least I'd want to watch. Yeah. But, like, throwing to open receivers, see what their arm looks like, you know? Yeah, but I guess that's actually where the Jets made the huge mistake on Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> that one, that throw, the pro, that It was never that pro day that <laughs> yeah. he had. It was that it was the, the BYU, BYU pro day. Oh, my God. That viral. Oh, man. And I think, like, for instance, like, Anthony Richardson's draft stock last year went up from the combine because he was – Right, rifling that ball around. Yeah, but we also had him playing tape and against SEC defense. Like, yeah. Actually, I felt better about him than Zach Wilson. Yeah, for sure. Um, there are a few guys I do want to kind of just zoom in on the combine with it coming up. Uh, I I think the wide receivers are going to have a hell of a weekend. Uh, like I think you're going to see Roma Dunze running the high four threes. I think you're going to see uh, Brian Thompson Jr. run high four threes. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of guys. Xavier Worthy might run in the four twos. Anthony Gold might run in the four twos. Uh, Troy Franklin like mid, mid four threes. I, I'm so pumped for this wide receiver class. So yeah. I, I'm really excited to see these guys on the field at the combine. Yeah, I I'm really really anticipating the Bears getting one of them. So yeah. I gotta start looking into them more. Um, Dunze, I love. Roma I like Dunze, him so man. much. I think he's my favorite player in the draft right now. I like him so much, and that's what's worrying me that he's not going to be there at nine. He's mm-hmm. too good to be there. At I don't nine. think he's. Gonna, I don't know if he'll I know. be there at nine. He I, looks I, I think so damn good. I think neighbors and, and 
in him or that have him wide receiver three on their boards, and it's more just because that's how stacked this class yeah. is. I think the like the top of the draft wide receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Dunze, and and uh, Malik Neighbors are all, in my opinion, worth top five picks. Like literally, mm-hmm. that's how talented they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other just positions that I'm uh, that I'm eyeing, like just some guys, Tavondre Sweat, Chop Robinson. They're gonna you're gonna see these defensive linemen. Like, have you seen Devon Chavandre Sweat yet? He is an absolute mammoth of a human defensive tackle. He's gonna probably be the only defensive tackle in the first round. When this guy starts moving at the combine. See what he can do. <laughs> you're gonna see. Like you're gonna see a big man run, and he's gonna he's gonna fly up some boards. Chop Robinson is a hell of an athlete, defensive end uh, or edge rusher from Penn State. He's gonna be flying up boards just from his combine. And I, so, just from the draft, like preview and prep stuff, we're obviously gonna have more content coming after free agency for that. But I'm already dove into this cornerback class, Warrenzy, and I am blown away at how good these guys are. Yeah, why aren't they getting much hype then? Really, like. Or it's the hype of this draft to me is with the wide receivers and offense. The offensive line. first, the first like ten picks are going to be offensive players. Yeah, but I just think that shows how good those offensive guys are, rather than the you think the more the, the depth, the the meat is going to be the cornerback position in this yes. draft, where a lot of the you're going to get a lot of starters out of it, and I think there's like well three the, guys that I would you could even take in the top ten in a, in any other year. Nate Wiggins, I am just enamored with. I think he's my draft crush right now. I kid from Clemson. He's he's only going to be 21 years old in August. He he's going to run like a four. He's going to run like a four three at the combine. He's going to be blazing fast. He's got like such good movement skills. He's a little bit thinner, but I do think that he's a guy that can put on a little weight. And I, I I I he's my CB one right now. And I, it's a little bit of a hot take. I've got some got some pushback on it, but I'm all over him. Tyrion Arnold out of Alabama, in my opinion, just as good maybe. Then, then Nate Wiggins, like he's just a smidge of, of below him. Uh, you got like this guy's like Kalen King from Penn State, who I'm uh, I still really like. Don't watch his Marvin Harrison Jr. tape. Like he Marvin Harrison Jr. cooked him, and, and but Marvin Harrison Jr. cooked everyone, Warnsy. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? Like I, I I don't really want to push against that, but he's a guy I really like. TJ Tampa out of Ohio, Ohio, Iowa State. Sorry, I really like. And then Cooper DeGene, uh, Quinion Mitchell. This cornerback room, Warnsy, is loaded. Yeah, no, and that's that's good timing considering what twenty teams are could probably use. every team needs yeah, a quarterback yeah, in the league. We talked yeah. about that I think last episode, right? Everyone yeah. needs one. Every single team needs one, so you can see a lot of you can see a lot of starters or a lot of rookies starting right away mm-hmm. at the cornerback position. Anything else in the draft combine? Again, we'll have a ton of draft. Well, coverage. what did you make of Ryan Poles basically saying he wants to do Justin Fields right? I think the straight's coming soon, like yeah. in the next week or two. That's what I got I think, from I it. I think maybe like our free agency episode, when we preview it next week, we might have yeah. the Fields discussion. Might yeah. be, it might be it. There was rumors going around online, like the conversation that we had about Pittsburgh. Apparently, Pittsburgh's offered their second. The Bears are asking for their first. Mm-hmm. They're at a stalemate. Let's see who budges first. I think the Falcons 43. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm feeling an Atlanta Falcons second-round pick, which is the 43rd pick. And then like a fifth round pick on top of that, like a second and a fifth. Yeah, I think that's where we're going. I think you're going to see Justin Fields in Atlanta Falcons jersey, weren't he? We'll see. And the well, NFC maybe I'm haunting still, you for years to come. My guess is still Pittsburgh, but well, it's to be determined. Who would you rather him go? If as a Justin Fields fan, actually, where would you rather see him go? I think both offenses suit him really well. To be honest, I think if you asked him, he'd probably say Atlanta because that's home for him. Yeah, Georgia up. boy. So. I think uh, him going home would be good for him. 
I'll pick that. Yeah, Zach Robinson must be just like, but but drooling. At- but if he goes to the AFC, then I can cheer for him easy. Yeah, as I'm saying, yeah. like if you're a Bears fan, yeah. you want him to go to Atlanta. Like, right. what if you meet him in an NFC Championship oh, game? No, what about a Caleb that. Williams, Justin Fields NFC Championship game down the line? Wow. How the emo- <laughs> maybe win a playoff game before? <laughs> yeah, come that. on. Uh, I think Zach Robinson, the offensive coordinator of Atlanta, has got to be foaming at the mouth thinking about the run game that he could dial up with Bijan Robinson and Justin Fields. Like, what you could do with those two guys? That's crazy. Yeah, and I, Cordero. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's a free agent. Eh? Yeah, I think he's a free agent coming up. So, yeah, I think Fields, I, I don't know. I'm feeling Atlanta. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, okay, some tag you're it, Warnsy. There was a couple of franchise tag dished out over the last few days. Well, Jerry Sneed and T. Higgins, you have been tagged. They are it now. I like I like the 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 tag, you know? I yeah. like that terminology. I don't know. Fun terminology. Yeah, we we talked were, about this last episode, but it's now officially these, happening. These were the most likely tags, and they came, what, immediately? Like, the T. Higgins one was really quick. Like immediately, yeah. Like yeah. Two days after that they the franchise yeah. tag deadline started. They're still the only two to be tagged, correct? Uh, Michael Pittman is rumored that they will tag him, but he has not officially been placed. Right. So these are the only two that were official. And I guess the point you like, you brought up before the show we were talking off air, the purpose of tagging them early is so if they want to seek a trade, they can. If you want to find somebody that's willing to pay you big fat money and pay us draft capital, go, go do the work for us. Yeah. Like, I I think both these guys are getting dealt. I, I think this is where it's one. coming. I'm gonna get. I, I'm gonna guess one out of two will be traded. Who would? One you, who do you think? Who do you think stays? I think T. Higgins stays, and I think the Bengals try. One, they're gonna put a band aid on this thing and try one more year with this group, even though the defense is kind of falling apart and aging. And then the next year they'll turn the leaf over, go a different. Because uh, they can't. They so you, can't keep all. You the think people. he plays under the franchise tag in Cincinnati? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be happy about it. Yeah. If I'm him, I want to get paid ASAP. Like, yeah, this is the and then time I to cash think in. the Chiefs do what they do best, which is analyze their roster and kind of similar to the, to a smaller degree the Tyree Kill thing. We can't afford this guy, so what do we do? Let's get the most draft capital that we can, and then we'll find uh, like what they got Trent McDuffie from the Tyree Kill trade, right? Yep. Like they that's what they do. They'll whoever they whatever pick they get from with a Sneed trade. I'll bank on him being a starter at some position. So I'll start with Legarius Sneed. Uh, I was so I was like digging up like past trades, like what he could go for. The Darius Slate trade, in my opinion, is like the best way to kind of dissect it and where where what he could go for. Slay went to the Eagles in in twenty uh, twenty for a third round pick and a fifth round pick, but that makes sense to me because you have to pay him right. Like yeah, this is more yeah, like you have yeah. to you have to give out draft capital and you have to give him a contract. Legere Steen's a great player, but he did not make All-Pro. I don't even think he was a Pro Bowler last year. He doesn't have an All-Pro on his resume. He's been a three-year starter. Uh, he was the most targeted yeah. player on the Chiefs last year. Like I think McDuffie's the most superior corner on the team than Legere Sneed. Again, great player, but... he just, though, is a gamer. Like, yeah, he's the way great... he played in big games, yeah. I think, is that's his agent walking in there saying... Put on the tape of him in Super Bowl. But like, third and fifth is still, like, if you can get a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick, maybe nothing. maybe even if you can get a late second, right, uh, for him, that, that instead of just a third and a fifth, probably similar kind of uh, draft, dr- chart, draft chart rank. Yeah, exactly, draft value. 
because I was going through like past corner trade warranty. There isn't a lot. Like there's not a lot to they go off move. of. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey's the funny one because he's been traded twice. Wait, where did he go for last year? So he went for a third round pick to the to the LA Rams and Hunter Long, who was a tight end. Who was yeah. I don't even know why Hunter Long was thrown in this trade. Very random. But Hunter Long didn't have any impact on the Rams, <laughs> but so Jalen Ramsey gets traded to the Los Angeles Rams for Byron Young, who's a great young defensive player. So they worked out for both the Rams and we'll see the Dolphins. But Byron Young turned out to be fine. The Rams get cap relief, right, from getting rid of Jalen Ramsey. And then this one was funny. So Jalen Ramsey was traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars a, few, a couple years ago. Do you remember? Or J- the Jacksonville Jaguars traded Jalen Ramsey, sorry, to the Los Angeles Rams a couple yeah. years ago for two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick. What? You know who these guys, the Jacksonville Jaguars, drafted with this capital? Ooh. I guess duds. Calavion <laughs> Chase on. Calavion Chase on is one. Bang. And then would it have been the next year? Or it would have been the next year, year, yeah. The next year, I'm going to go with a cornerback. It was Travis Etienne. Oh, okay. So the Jaguars ended up with Travis Etienne and Calavion Chase on for Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Chase on been bad. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. He's not even on the team anymore. <laughs> he might not make a roster. And Travis team. Etienne, I guess he had a fine year last year. But yeah, he's a he's running, running back. back. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the Jaguars turned Jalen Ramsey two first round picks into nothing. And the Shock. Rams got Byron Young. Take yeah. take about take that in. The Rams got probably more for their trade with just a third round pick than the Jags did with the first two round picks. Yeah. So yeah. I I guess I would look more, you're right. A third sounds right for Sneed. And like we mentioned, there's a lot of teams that need a corner. So I I think Sneed is the guy that's more likely to be traded, a team yeah. pony up. So the T Higgins, I also uh, quickly here. When I was looking at like the draft order, so like if you take a look at the end of the draft, there's a lot of teams that need wide receivers, right? So I think T Higgins is cool. If you were to trade, it would be a first round pick. That's where you're starting. Really? We, well, what was think Hill? about the history. Tyree Kill went for a first, like third, fifth, a bunch of draft yeah. picks. AJ Brown went for a first and a third. Um, there's Devontae more pressing. Devontae Adams went for a first and a second. Right, so I don't know if T Higgins is Ooh, in that yeah, ballpark, yeah. but I think if you want T Higgins from the Bengals, like let's say you want to get him now, you want him on your roster for 2024, you are trading a first round pick, and there are some teams at the bottom of the draft order, closer to the bottom that I think make a ton of sense. Let me throw some your way. This one, I I think this is the most fascinating one, and I actually can't oh, I know exactly who you're gonna say, and they absolutely should do it. Hit me. Pick 28, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills is one that was one on my list. The, the, the Stefan Diggs thing is key here because you paying two expensive wide receivers no, you can you do. you pay T. Higgins and not Stephon Yeah, Diggs. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you would have to yeah, move off yeah. of Stephon Diggs. So do you want to like make Higgins your new Diggs and then Diggs will be gone probably after 2024? Still don't even know what's going on with him. He's just a bizarre guy to follow in, in, in the offseason. He's always, it's always yeah. stuff going on with him. So Buffalo's one. The Los Angeles Rams at 19, Warnsy. If you're the Rams, do you trade the 19th overall pick to the Bengals for T. Higgins? No, they're the team I don't. But they have history of doing it. They don't give a fuck about picks. We've seen this before. But they they hit an absolute grand slam in the fifth round last year in Puka Nakua. Yeah, and, and Cooper Cup on the other side tailed off badly at the end of last year. He has been very bad against man yeah. coverage. His, his man coverage, like analytical stats, are, are free-falling. They can actually get out of his contract after 2024. He is basically, he's going to be a free agent after 2024. I, I don't think, unless he has like an amazing season this year, 
I think Cooper Cup's gone with the way he because he's due a shit ton of non guaranteed money after twenty twenty four. Do you yeah. do you pair a Puka Nakua and a T Higgins going forward? I can see that. And the Rams have traded, like I said, so many draft picks in the past where I can yeah. see this coming to fruition. And this is actually they had they did stockpile this year, to be honest. They have eleven draft picks. <laughs> so good for them, eh? They they're yeah, starting start, start to come around. It's gonna be weird when you see <laughs> yeah. the Rams on the clock so often. I, what was their last first round pick? Was it Jared Goff? I think it might have been. Was it really that long? That's pretty crazy. I actually think it was Jared Goff. Wow. And then still in the fifth round, they're able to get Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua. Yeah. And we should have talked about this during the draft combine stuff. Like, the Rams aren't haven't been in the combine in two years. Yeah. They don't send <laughs> they anyone. Don't care, they yeah. send like the they send like their lower level scouts to do interviews and stuff. Sean McVay wants absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm. And because they use testing data. Like Puka Nakua's yeah. All the, all the data they got from him was like on field stuff, and they had him as like a 99th percentile athlete yeah. because of what he could do on the, on field. the field. And then when he tests at the combine, he doesn't look like that. And everyone's like, "How did the Rams figure this out?" It's because they're smart enough to realize that you can use on field data instead of combine data. Yes, sir. The last Rams first round pick was Jared Goff in 2016. That's crazy, insane. So do they? Do they want to keep that yeah. going? But like. I don't know. There's something there's something about that Rams 19th pick that, that's still funny to me. I, I feel like that could be on the way out. Um, the Houston Texans, 27 at the 23 spot, sorry. They own the Cleveland Browns first round pick again from they Deshaun Watson. Money too. Yeah. The one thing is they have to pay Nico Collins. Nico Collins is finished his third year. He's due for a new contract because he'll be a free agent after this year. Do you want to pay two big receivers? So that's something you have to keep in mind. Uh, they could probably make it work with CJ Stroud making basically nothing over the next Green couple of years. Bay? Green Bay was one I had, like, I, I didn't have it on my list, but I was thinking about it because De- Dontavian Wicks and you've got uh, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, those guys are good. How yeah. much they you want to impact that? Pay. Yeah. They wouldn't pay the contract. They're a, they're a team I just don't see making that deal. Um, and what a couple other ones I had. Baltimore interests me uh, at 30. Yeah, Maybe they, they make a move. Way? Yeah, because they, they they need to. Odell Beckham that's Jr. is going to be division. gone. That's You'd be that's, crazy yeah. if you're Cincinnati. That's the notes I had there. Yeah. Do you want to play them twice a year? And then KC at 32. I think that 32 pick from Kansas City is going to get traded for a player. I don't know who. T. Higgins makes sense, but. I don't. They drafted Felix Uzama with the, the last pick last year, who made a nice play in the Super Bowl. He had a nice run stop, but to me, it feels like the Chiefs are kind of should be in this mode of forcing draft picks and, and forcing like to maybe get this roster better in the short term for the next couple of years. Yeah, but they hit on draft picks. They, like that's cheap talent. They're they're looking at that as a starter right there. I guess. A cheap starter rather than a expensive starter, yeah. in my opinion. But I think they can afford a wide receiver. Like I think they want to eventually pay and get some sort of wide receiver. But it, I don't know yeah. if you're getting that like young cheap talent at 32 at the wide receiver position. But yeah. we'll see. Um, that they and then Jacksonville, I also had on my list. But I don't know. I think Tiggins is getting trade warranty. Yeah, but it's one of my uh, one one of my predictions. I hope he is. All right. Uh, we want to take a quick break. Anything else before the next uh, stop of the show? All right. We'll be back in a couple minutes. The Double Doing Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is hard. It's especially hard when you don't have someone you can open up to. Not everyone is comfortable talking to their friends and family about their personal matters or anything that is bothering them on a day-to-day basis. Mental health is so important to continue success in this world. Therapy is a great way to regroup and get everything off your chest. Insert BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the largest online therapy service, 100% online. They will match you with a professional licensed therapist you can trust, You can talk with your therapist however you see fit. 
via text, phone call, or video chat. BetterHelp has successfully helped over 4 million people worldwide deal with their day-to-day mental health issues. Use the link in the podcast description to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. All right, Warren G. So back to just some when I was digging into like past trades and stuff, I came across this little nugget here that I think you're going to find interesting. So back in 2020, the Miami Dolphins traded the 26th pick to the Green Bay Packers for the 30th pick in a fourth round pick. The 26th pick was used on Jordan Love. The Miami Dolphins took the 30th pick and drafted Noah Noah Igbenogany. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name right. Noah Igbenogany and Solomon Kingley. Both those guys are not on the roster anymore. The Dolphins drafted fifth overall to a take of Iloa. I think they regret, they right. regret that one. They could have Jordan Love at uh, 26. He could have yeah, drafted someone at fifth overall. I guess there's 25 teams right now wondering if they should have drafted Yeah, Jordan I know. Love. Like, it's funny to me that Jordan Love and, and Tua were in the same draft, and they were drafted so far apart, and those two teams are now intertwined going forward. God, I forgot that was the same draft. It too. was, yeah. Wow. Jalen Hurts was also in that draft class. Joe Burrow. Right, Herbert. Justin Herbert. Just an absolutely loaded class. And the Miami Dolphins might have got the worst guy out of all of them at fifth overall, and they could have had Jordan Love or Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. Tua stayed healthy this yeah. year. Yeah. You are it's you are part of two and on, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think you'd rather have Jordan Love going forward, would you not? Yeah, well, just because of his body size. Yeah. You know how I am with that. I don't like the small guys. You know, like you don't think the jiu-jitsu is gonna help him going forward? No, I think it will help him stay healthy, but if I'm if a, if I have a choice between the six four quarterback or the six foot quarterback, you know which one I'm taking. Uh the running back market warranty is very interesting right now. So Jake uh, Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley are not getting tagged uh for the second year in a row. Adam Schefter announced, and Tony Pollard is not going to get uh, tagged as well. So the running back market is in absolute shambles, in my opinion, right now. Yeah. Well, in terms of, like, these guys aren't going to get their money. But, like, in terms of free agent running backs, this is the year you would It actually, is loaded, Warzy. There's so many names. Like, you <laughs> named the big dogs there, but don't forget about, like, a Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard. Cordell Patterson, the boy, Austin Eckler, Devin Singletary, Ezekiel Elliott, Gus Edwards, DeAndre Swift, AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon's on the board, J.K. Dobbins, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, <laughs> Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. What about an Antonio Gibson? Clyde Edwards Hilaire. What about a Zach Moss? There are names on this board. It's insane that oh, the running back market's good. Scott. Oh. <laughs> Is he done in Philly? Is that, is that I, don't know. I think he's coming back for uh, for another year. I don't know what else they're going to do at the third running back position. Who else he's are they not going to give carries to? He's a coach, yeah. this guy. He's not like, what he's is just a team. Lo- he's a locker room guy. Apparently, uh, the, uh, Boston Scott and Milton Williams, Louisiana Tech guys, are trying to recruit LeJarrius Sneed to the Eagles. Okay, there you go. That's If that's his biggest contribution. There you go, then, baby. Yeah. I'm down for it. Uh, I just I find this fascinating, Warren Z. Like, the running back market is just completely going backwards. Yeah. I was looking at some uh, past signings, like some guys that got that deals. So Jonathan Taylor signed a three-year, $42 million contract. This uh, Was it like October or November this year, right? With yeah. After the whole chaos there. He has no guaranteed salary after this year. He's already been paid twenty six. He's going to be paid twenty six million dollars after twenty twenty four. He might not even be on the team after the season. The way his contract was set up, right? So that easy. Yeah, he had a very. You remember he had a very good game against Houston in Week eighteen last year. 
that was pretty much the only good game he had. He had a couple in between there, but he hasn't really like I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if he's even going to be around. Like that's that's what's saying. Like the running backs getting these three year forty two billion dollar deal doesn't even mean they're going to be there for three years. Here's some other running back contracts in the show. Miles Sanders was an absolute mess, Warnsy, for the Carolina Panthers. He got a three year deal last year. Yeah. Jamal Williams got a three year deal from the Saints. That's yeah. not looking too hot right now, is it at all? So yeah, who's are any of these guys getting three years? I don't deals? think so. I I, I, I can be crazy too. I think you're going to be. There is a realistic shot that Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry are all getting one-year contracts. Again, basically what they were last yeah. year. One year, probably Maybe probably 10 million, cheaper. Probably Maybe yeah, even yeah. less than that. I, do you think the NFL is a problem here with this? <sighs> it's supply and demand. Like, we're, we didn't even, in the draft, we'll get, talk about the running backs. There's going to be good running backs in there, too. Like, they're even cheaper than these guys. Mm-hmm. So, we mentioned the names of the guys available. It's like... Yeah, I guess they want to get paid, but there's too many. There's too many mouths to feed. Like, I don't know. It's a problem, I guess. Technically, it's a problem, but they're their own. The the problem is created by the quantity of good running backs. It's the position. It's just the way the position is. Like you, you funnel these guys in and out, and you almost see it in college too like the the younger you the younger you are the more explosive you are the the less wear and tear you have on your body yeah it's like just kind of just the nature of the position Derrick Henry's a fascinating uh contract to me like, yeah what how he many gets. touches that guy has had in a the last stupid amount he's let like i can't even still standing i know how is he still walking how does he go and to the he grocery still store did only just turn 30 like he just turned mm-hmm. 30 like and he's he still juice he left one more year yeah, maybe two yeah he, he had some he had some pop in that pop in that step like joe mixon's contract was an absolute mess the Bengals can't get out of that a four-year 40 million dollar deal nick chubb signed a three-year 36 million dollar extension a couple years ago he's been injured he hasn't been able to play really right he had yeah. an okay year last year i think he was second team all pro but like nick they chubb? yeah the last lo- year Oh, 2022, year yeah, yeah, not 2023. Sorry, this is a bad history of running back contracts right now. Where if you're the league, I I think the NFL, I think there's going to be like a, a standstill coming with the NFL PA and the NFL at some point with this. Like something's got to give here. Yeah, uh, what would that be? A strike? Like I don't yeah, know how you do maybe, it. Like maybe they're holding the picket signs in front of the NFL office or something. Yeah, like a, like a I don't know, like Austin Eckler, like. Negative juice last year. Like he, he looked awful. Bag. Yeah, he ne- he's he was a guy who was a top five uh, pick in fantasy for a few years in a row, and he really the highest salary he ever made in a season was six million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's the saying. If you crazy. if you want, I guarantee you, has so many regrets about how he handled his contracts. Yeah, like he never got the bag. Yeah. So like you almost, if you're an NFL running back, you got to get paid asap. Well, you got to get that three year deal. After your fourth year in the league when you're eligible, your third year in the league when you're eligible for a contract, or else it's probably not coming. Like DeAndre Swift was fifth in the NFL in rushing yards this year. He might get $4 million on the open market. Yeah. Yeah. And like one year. Like, I'm yeah. not giving him more than that. No. Like, and like, I'm, I think I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm like a lot of Eagles fans want DeAndre Swift back and it's like pay him. I've been like on the minority side. I talked about this with Thomas on our last Eagles episode. Like, I don't even know if the Eagles should bring him back. Like, I, I don't even know if it's worth giving him a long-term deal. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't give him a three-year contract. Find no way. Find a nice little fifth-round uh, And that's what they rookie. traded for him, right? Like a yeah. 2025th fifth-round pick. Is that what they got for DeAndre Swift? Or they traded for DeAndre Swift. So the NFL yeah. running back market, we're going to dive into it more next week with the free it's agencies. It's, it's an absolute mess. 
Um, all right, a couple more things before we get out of here, Warren Z. Russell Wilson. Looks like On Russell Wilson won't out. be a Denver Bronco anymore. On the way On out. On the way out, Warren Z. Sean Payton basically just getting ahead of it. Yeah. Saying, <laughs> decision will be made. If you haven't made a decision, that means he's. You're looking for the nu- the yeah. next guy. They literally said he it's going to be happening in two weeks. The reason why it will be happening in two weeks is because March 17th is when his 2025 contract guarantees kick in. They're going to f- cut him <laughs> yeah. before that happens. They're not going to be paying Russell Wilson a guaranteed dough in 2025. Oh, man. What a swing and a miss the Russell Wilson <laughs> experience was. Do you remember how much hype? That trade blew the internet. Yeah, or just the the off season hype the Broncos had that season was outrageous, <laughs> and they finished thirty second in points per game. Daniel Hackett, and then even this year with Sean Payton, like they were never they gave up the seventy burger to the Dolphins. Like they they were at least competent down the stretch, got things together, but they were never a threat. Like it, I don't, I. It's been a wasted couple seasons for the Broncos. I don't really see light at the end of the tunnel. No, they're they're in like almost like a rebuild uh, part of their franchise. Like they're but gonna have last, to start from that's scratch. That's why I said. That's why I said it was crazy that last year they handed out dough to like Mike McGlinchey and like Zach Allen. Yeah. And, like, and all those contracts are gonna get, gonna have to get restructured yeah. to pay off this to pay off this dead cat money. It just never their their plan their timeline. It never made sense because you knew Russell. The people, I remember last year the one of the takes was Russell Wilson can't be as bad as he was the year before. It's like really, You're like why not? <laughs> well, like, watch, see what like, happens. I, and I he, almost, like, he wasn't worse, but the offense was almost like a high school offense. Yeah, like they did it, everything they could to like avoid disaster. It was like two yard pass, yeah. three yard pass, like one down the field a game. Like, but they would throw uh, like yeah, it was Cortland Sutton deep in the end zone or three yard route, three yeah, yard routes. It was uh, bad. So. I've got some stats on this. So the Denver Broncos averaged 19 points per game uh, under Russell Wilson, which would have ranked 27th in the NFL over that stretch. Bad, bad. 32nd in 2022, like I brought up. Only five quarterbacks have had worse EPA per play over the last two years than Russell Wilson. Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, and Sam Howell. That's it. That's that's the group. That's the group that he's in. Here's the trait. Here's Does how- he get a starting job? I think so. I think a team will start him somewhere. Yeah, did, um, I don't think there's enough. I, I just don't think there's enough quarterbacks, right? Like there's, yeah. I think the Raiders is an option. The Steelers, oh God, the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I legit think Russell. No, Wilson that's could a Raiders be, move yeah. too. Like, yeah, we could squeeze some juice out of this dry, dry yeah. Russell Wilson because they don't really have other options. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to move up and get a quarterback in this draft. I don't think <laughs> they're going back with Aiden O'Connell, right? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else they're doing. The Raiders, Steelers, like, I, and they're if. I don't know if these rumors are true, but apparently he's willing to like take a veteran minimum next year. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. I don't know. Good Russ, guy, Russ. Yeah. Good guy, Russ. <laughs> you know, you got to call You remember the reports that he, had, he couldn't even get a meeting with him? You had to call his agent to, yeah. to get a meeting with him? Just, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I, Sorry, the whole, I cut you off. What was the, uh, what was the trade? So here's the, the trade. The Broncos trade. got Russell Wilson and, he, and Yoma Uzaki in the trade. I don't know who Yoma Uzaki is, but he was a 2022 fourth round pick. The Seahawks got Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, Charles Cross, Boy Moffey, Tyreek Smith, Devin Witherspoon, and Derek Hall. All for Russell Wilson. All playing. That all playing. <laughs> yeah. The Seahawks got an absolute steal with this one. Yeah, that's that's one of the most lopsided trades in NFL history. There's the, no doubt. Yeah. One of the 
just the amount of players like Charles Cross and Devin Witherspoon are going to be yeah, building blocks for this team. Like, yeah, yeah. They're going to be huge contributors <laughs> for the Seahawks going forward. Tough yeah. go, man. And the Broncos are going to have to eat $39 million of dead cap this year. <laughs> $39 oh, million RNT on the dead cap books, and they're going to cut him. For him not to oh, play football for your Denver team. fans, man. I feel for you. I'm sorry. $39 million for you not to play on yeah. our team against the cap. Ouch. And I guess, and like we brought up, they're gonna have to restructure all these big contracts to kind of get under the cap because they're gonna be like fifteen dollars over the cap after this happens. So you're gonna mm. you're gonna see him get cut, and then you're gonna see restructures happen. Mm-hmm. That's what you're gonna see over the next two weeks with Denver. So mm-hmm. the Russell Wilson era in Denver it was a disaster, and it's coming to an end. All right, one more thing before we get out of here, I thought this was very funny. So the NFLPA released report cards mm-hmm. on every team from different categories, such as ownership, team facilities, how you treat your families. Um, on-field stuff, just a bunch of like different uh, areas where you can grade your teams. The Miami Dolphins and Minnesota Vikings finished one-two. The Miami Dolphins surprisingly number one and two in back-to-back years. Warrensy. Wow, good for them. Yeah, they run a tight ship over there in Miami. Apparently, yeah. Some funny tidbits from this one, which I think you'll find interesting. The Chargers and Bucks still charge their players for off-site daycare. The only two teams in the league. Wow. NFL teams can't pay their players daycares. Really? Like you can't put your your players' kids in daycare part of the contract? What what are we doing here, dude? And like yeah. other jobs in the end, like other companies like Apple and shit like that probably have this. Yeah, yeah. Apple's maybe a bad example because they're a trillion dollar company, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ridiculous. The commanders received an F minus grade for facility issues. They had sewage leaks across the locker room and in the facility oh, all season. It's disgusting. Gross. Imagine getting ready for a game. You got sewage leaks going on. Ew. This is my favorite. The Bengals received an F minus with on facility issues. Players report that the showers don't have good water pressure. You need a good water pressure shower in the building. Huge. It's huge. Water pressure is so key to a day-to-day life. And they only have five working toilets in the facility. I don't buy that one. <laughs> when I read you said that, there's no way for a room, a locker room of like 60 men plus coaches, you got five working toilets. There's no way. Hey, that's what the players are saying. There's no way. <laughs> imagine, imagine like you're Joe I'm, Burrow. You need to take a shit. I'm calling BS. And Sam Hubbard's that. clogging yeah. the toilet in front of you, you know? I'm calling BS on that one. <laughs> so that Five. is bizarre. Cincinnati, get your shit figured out if that's true. Like Joe Burrow's got to have a clean washroom to go take a dump in, you know. Yeah. Like Jamar Chase, he needs to take he needs to take a shit. You need you need to get him a nice toilet to do that. Yeah. So that's gross. And then one other one I found funny: the t- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers reportedly have bugs running around their locker room. <sighs> and the Bucks apologized, Warnsy. They sent out a statement on their Twitter account yesterday saying that we'll be better and we'll we'll, we'll take these report cards to heart. I, I don't think All that's right. yeah. I'll, I'll believe it when I'll I see it. Believe it when I see yeah. it. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Anything else, Warnsy? Oh, leap year. I, hopefully, we have some more news next year. We uh, we got an episode through today, but I think next week we're gonna have some concrete stuff yes. to break down. Free on. agency preview. We'll go through yeah. all the top free agents. We'll kind of recap the draft combine. There'll definitely be some more news coming out, and then the week after that, free agency starts Mon- Monday, March 11th. Then get to Monday. That it kicks off. So M- March 11th, teams can start negotiating. What What's the period oh, they call? Yeah, the negotiating yeah. period, I think that's what they, they quote-unquote yeah. call it. So teams can start negotiating contracts. So you'll start seeing some reports of, of agents signing places. And then two days after March 13th, teams can start making it official. So 
Mm. News is coming. It's on the horizon. And this is the last one before that. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you follow BetterHelp. Make sure you follow us on all of our social channels, TikTok, Instagram. We are there. And we will talk to you later.